right. And welcome, welcome, guys. Welcome to another episode, episode 41 of Ask the Experts with Alke. And thank you so much for tuning in. I'm the host for today, Alke Sharma, Ask the Experts with Alke. And today I have amazing, phenomenal guests coming on my show today. But before I introduce my amazing guests, I want to introduce to you all first of all for tuning in thank you so much for engaging with us and you know on every episodes that we bring out and I'm always inspired I'm always inspired by the entrepreneurs who come on my show and today is no doubt no exceptional you will be inspired so without further ado welcome and thank you so much for tuning in how did my podcast journey begin? First of all, I want to start. How did my journey begin? So my core of the being is empowerment. I love to empowerment. And for the past six years, I ran a very successful fitness studio here in Toronto, empowering my clients to really uh, gain the strength, but not just physically and mentally. And it starts with the mental, your mindset. And along the way, my clients, they achieve tremendous results. And so that is truly gratifying for me as an owner of the studio to see my clients just thrive. So I've had amazing wins in my life, but I've had failures too. And I believe that it's in the failures that we truly become who we are meant to be, my friends. We are meant to be. We are becoming that individual. And today I I inspire my clients by teaching women real estate investing to gain the confidence, to gain the mindset right to when it comes to investments. So this is how my podcast journey began. And I am so grateful to see my clients thrive, the women who are gaining knowledge, who gain the confidence when it comes to investment. And so today, the theme is empowerment. It is mindset. It is dream big. And don't let your failures doesn't matter what adversities you are facing, whether it comes to ill health problems, it does not matter. Don't have your beginning be your end. And today's conversation is with the amazing Ben Salmi family. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the show. Thank you for Thank having you. us. Thank you. Thank you. You're very welcome. The Ben Salmi are an ordinary family with a mission to provide the next generation with the tools, resources, and opportunities and be the role models to enable people to thrive. They'd love to be on a TV series empowering so many families, young generations, that is possible. That does not matter the adversities that you are facing, whether due to ill health or bullying, everyone has the potential and the Bell Summit are, are a perfect example of how your beginning is not your end for sure. Together, they have housed over four decades of experience in the business and personal development world. At a very young age, the Ben Salmi siblings, as known as the Fantastic Five, they are often compared to the Jackson Fives. And yes, I can see that. Um, so they are motivational speakers. They are, they are mentors. And they have amazing experience being featured on 
you know, on TEDx, Channel 4, Sky TV, Steve, Steve Harvey, Brunel University, BBC News, London Live, the Bext Expo, Expo, Sky TV, and the list is goes on. But these fantastic five, the Ben Somi families are here with me today. And I'm excited to really learn about their journey. And I'm sure you two are friends to know about where their journey, where they start, how, how did they achieve a mass stardom that they are achieving today? And how did they, how are they inspiring so many young people around the world? And so today, I want to start with what is your back, background story? What is your backstory for the viewers that who don't know you? What is your origin and what is your background? What's your backstory? And most importantly, where did stardom begin? So anybody wants to answer? Of course. Well, thank you so much for having us, Alka. We're so honored to be with you here today on your amazing platform that you've created. We, we've tuned into some of the other episodes and absolutely love what you've done so far. And thank for you. us, I think Welcome. if we individually share... and if we individually share this sort of unique piece of the puzzle that we played so I would say the whole catalyst for our journey really did start after I unfortunately went through bullying in school um which led to me having to be taken out of school and at at the time so this would have been like 2007 2008 bullying wasn't widely spoken about so as a little kid I just thought that there was something wrong with me I lost my confidence and mum actually had to end up taking me out of school and it was about a two one and a half year period where I wasn't in school and instead of putting me in childcare or directly back into another school mum decided to start taking me to business and personal development events with her so I'd sit in these rooms at first I really didn't like being in those environments I was surrounded by tons of people I was still dealing with my own confidence and healing from what I went through but I'd listen to what they were saying in the rooms and take down the teachings and it really just dawned on me that I wanted to take what I was learning in these environments with adults and convert them into something kids could understand and learn from so that if you're a kid out there that's maybe been bullied or gone through a certain adversity that you can use all of these skills nuggets and tools and um, to turn your adversity into empowerment so unfortunately each of us have respectively experienced bullying um in school so we don't have the best <laughs> we haven't had the best experiences made us push to do more to be more and to help others to do the same so Trishwan I don't know if you want to share a little snippet as well yeah absolutely um for me um I got started around the age of eight years old and that involved attending many personal development events and the whole aim was just to develop my confidence and in doing so I was able to find um I guess I find myself find my passions and from there, I just decided to take it to the next level, really. Um, and then for, uh, ever since, we've just been uh, doing what we love at a whole other level. So we've gone on to actually own our own publishing houses, do many public speaking engagements, and just share what we do with the world, really. That is quite amazing. That is so good. And uh, Paolo, how about you? Where did your stardom, would that begin? Um, great question, by the way, um, Alka. So I would say my journey started when I was around the age of nine. Um, and um, we're kind of copy and paste in this family. So if I see my siblings do something, they just want to copy what they were doing and be the next person in line. So obviously that's my 
brother and my other sister, Shane Trishman, and published their book. Then Yasmin published her own book and set up her own brand. I was like, why can't I do it too? Um, so I guess that was where my journey started. Um, but then the real big adventure was when my mom chucked my PlayStation out. Um, yeah, chucked it in the bin because you I had was, no uh, choice. I actually wrote a book about it. <laughs> yeah, so um, it was just a really hard time for me. I'd lost my best friend at the time, and, and um, yeah, it was just a really hard time for me to cope. And my PlayStation was in the bin, and that's where my first adventure started. And like, I started to do some research and how at the time the PlayStation was controlling me, my emotions. This guy wasn't helping at all and he beat me all the time, but uh, I guess that's where I got started and um, that's where it got me today, writing these different book series. Perfect. No, that is, well, you know what? Congratulations on that. And you know what? Absolutely. That is so good because, uh, you know, even within siblings, not just friends, but within siblings, is that model mimic mastery. So if one sibling is doing something great and they're really achieving what they're doing, model what they are doing and you will get the success. So I love that, Paola. Thank you for sharing. How about you, Yasmin and Amiri? How did your stardom begin? How did you find yourself and what you are achieving right now? Okay. So um, thank you so much, Aka, for having us on your podcast. It's absolutely amazing. You're welcome. Um, seeing all the stuff that you're doing on social media, love it so I'm Yasmin I'm 14 turning 15 this month um, and I mainly focus around love um, self-love happiness and my journey kind of started when I was in school so I had the same type of journey as the Shay so I got bullied a lot in school I had to move from different schools and I really had to learn who I wanted to be as a person so I got rejected a lot from other young people I couldn't really go into certain play groups so I had to discover who was it that I wanted to become that was better than who I used to be so I had to learn to stop comparing myself to other people. Let's say if I saw some of my friends that were playing in certain friend groups, I started to compare myself to the people that they were playing with because those weren't people that I wanted to surround myself with. So my journey kind of started for me to wake up and acknowledge who I wanted in my circle and who I didn't want in my circle and who I wanted to be and who I wanted to project to other people of who I wanted to become. That is so, that is so beautiful, so beautifully said, because, you know, oftentimes we always, and myself included, I was bullied too at school, and that was the most traumatic time for any child, any child. I mean, I hated going to school. I hated being at home. I was, I was that individual, that child was, I was lost. And for most people, people are lost and they don't know where they want to be because they don't fit in at school. And I think always, um, you know, if you agree with me, uh, do you find that we should not fit in? Not like Cinderella, you know, the glass slipper. We should not fit in, quote unquote, but we should be our individuals, be who we are and who we are becoming in the process. Do you agree? Or do you think how kids can change? I do agree totally. Um, I think there's also a quote where it says, don't try to fit in, try to be the person outside of the box, try to stand out outside of the box, outside of what everybody else is doing. Um, and in that um, quote, I also created a, um, a system that I like to teach people, which has been quoted by the head of the um, Royal Family Office in Dubai. And the three pillars consist of something to do, someone to love and something to hope for. So I think as kids and adults or people in this day and age, 
don't try to fit in, but try to stand out doing what you love and being the unique version of your own self. Absolutely, because the more you try to stand out, people are going to emulate you. Like Paolo, he saw all of you were achieving what you were doing and Paolo wanted to do that, model mimic mastery. And the more you try to model the other person, the more you are going to be that individual. So thank you for sharing that, Yasmin. And Amire, last but not least, amazing Amire, how did stardom begin for you? Um, so my journey started at the age of three years old. Um, I published my first book at three. Um, I'm nine now. And thank you so much, Elka, for inviting us to um, this interview. And um, yes. You're welcome, Amire. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, I think thank you thank you <laughs> I think for Amir his journey really started so I, I don't know if you want to mention it but he similar to Palace or all of us like of our books and our branding mm -hmm. and well, well at least where I remember is we were at this speaking engagement once and we were doing a keynote and he came up with us like he was very small he came up with us he was just kind of like hi everyone <laughs> and then we all presented and that when we got home that day he said to mum like Mom, that was like, that was so embarrassing. Everyone else had their own books and their own brands. And I just had to say hello. Like, I have a dream as well. And I have a, oh, a message. That was so nice. That was so nice, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he was really driven because, like, he's always been in love with affirmation. So mm -hmm. he was at this event, like, just having to say hi and be a cute little mascot. But he was like, I want to say something, too. So Aww. we began writing his book. Um he done like came up with all the affirmations and would type it with us and yeah he's well do you want to show what your mission is because you um so my mission is to put a smile over one million people's faces starting oh with that you. is so nice <laughs> oh, oh thank you well my heart i'm melted right now that is amazing <laughs> wait you know you know what amira you are such a special person you know that you are such a special person don't ever forget that and that is so amazing. So I'm just so grateful that all of you, I can be here today and just share with the viewers the journey that you are on and the journey that you will be continuing. But in the meantime, I just want to switch gears and talk about, like all of you, you are fantastic five and absolutely inspirational, absolutely amazing. Now, when it comes to sibling, there's always sibling rivalry. Now, with all of you, you are very close-knit. Your mother, uh, she's grounded you very well, how you've all become, your individual, you know, young men and women. But there's always sibling rivalry. That always happens in any family. What is your secret to being <laughs> together and achieving the a mass success that you are having Oh God. I think I'll I'll start with that one. Then. I think Trisha <laughs> okay, might have something to add or Yasmin after. But I think for us, weirdly enough, in no way are we perfect. Like we have our little sibling quarrels and we have like our little mishaps, but we tend not to like struggle with a lot of sibling rivalry. 
Um, Mum has always done a good job at raising us in a very certain way to say that everyone is a unique piece to the puzzle and like they're not comparable. Like mm-hmm. if I, if um, Yasmin's achievements are going to be compared to mine or whoever's, like it just wouldn't make sense to us because it's it's not comparable. We're both a unique piece of the right. puzzle. You could say the Absolutely. corner piece mm-hmm. more important than the middle piece. So I think we look at it that way. We will have our times of like we have like little inside jokes of like who has the most books and like another <laughs> one working on a project. <laughs> but like I I want to do one too. So it, it's more so used as um, sort of motivation for each of us and keeping each other accountable rather than trying to compete or like who can be quote unquote the best or do the most. Um, yeah, so at least that's my perspective. But um, I don't think as um, carrying on from what the Shay said, there is no sibling rival and not also what the Shay said as well. We're not perfect. But I think um, the only thing that we do do is to help each other to gain more. It's not about the competition because if there is one sibling or um, somebody in the family that is thriving more than somebody else, we each have different niches that we specialize in. Um, sp- sorry, specialize in. So there's no point us trying to compete or trying to, you know, see who has the most of this or who has the most attraction, mm-hmm. books, and everything. I think the most sibling rival that we may have is just teaching, is learning to um, motivate each other more. Right. That would be the only sibling rival. There's no competition because at the end of the day, we each come home to the, we each come back to the same home. We're each the same person. And there's no point competing with somebody that you don't really specialize in. Exactly. But you know what? Don't compete, but create. Mm-hmm. Create your own individuality. Create your own mission that you are all individually on and what you all individually are doing. So just create. Don't compete. And I love that. So I was talking about rivalry in the sense that, you know, most siblings, they they fight and then the whole family kind of like dissipates. And then that that unit that once was there is now gone. It's fragmented because no one really like cares because it's that fighting that happens. But I love all of you because and the viewers can really be inspired by this is how you are motivating each and every one. If you have a down moment, maybe we all have down moments. Um, that's what he knows. No one's perfect. But in the midst of that, having that down moment, you are, you know, Paolo will uplift you and say, hey, Yasmin, what's the matter? You know, let's do this, right? And your mood gets elevated. So I love that, that you you motivate one another and Paolo and Trey, what what are your secret? What what do you do to really keep like every one of you like you know that uh, stable? Um, well, I, I just want to go back to a quote I heard the other day, which was that there's no I in team. So mm-hmm. obviously, when we work together and when we come together as a team, if one of us fails, we all fail. Uh, my mom likes to use the um the kind of um, example as um, being a table. Now, if one of the legs fall off, the whole table will fall, no matter how strong each and every one of the legs are and it's so, and how, or how bendable it is or how um, like unbreakable it is or how durable it is. If if you're one leg short on a table, right. it's like the table is going to fall. So, um, and also there's a premise of um, you being your own competition. Um, you know, there, there, there are competitions we have in uh, between ourselves, but that, that's like healthy competition and we use that to motivate each other. But also we are our own competition. We want to do better than we did yesterday. We want to write more books than 
uh, we did yesterday and one day I'm going to write more books than this guy so yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah now I guess there can be sibling rivalry but as long as it's healthy as long as you're okay. using it to motivate each other and, and in the best way possible absolutely and Trey did you want to add um yeah I second what um what's been said already really because I feel like there's a lot of healthy competition whereby let's say like Paolo said, like for instance, he wants to write more books than me. Saying that way, <laughs> well, don't tell Paolo that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're always pushing each other to do more and constantly achieve more. Like for instance, yeah, just about everything really. Like even with trading, I remember quite a while back where um, there was a long term trade that me and Lachey were looking at, and Lachey was like, "I told you, I told you, you should buy Tesla, you should buy Tesla." I was like, "No, no, no, it's not time yet." And a couple of months had passed, and she was like. Yeah, you should have bought Tesla. <laughs> so, it really does show there's a lot of like healthy competition, and then even in doing that, yeah, I was I was kind of nervous. Like, yeah, maybe I should have listened. But I think it definitely helps with like moving forward because they're, we're all able to come together and um, I guess like shed a bit of light on anything and everything really. But it just um, pushes us all to constantly stay on our game, and then just to know that we can then reach out to each other for help as well, because like there's a number of things that each and every one of, each and every one of us has to uh, share, to add. And there's just so many insights that we can share to help each other get to the desired outcome in a fraction of the time. Uh, so yeah, I think that it like works nicely. It sure does. You know, when there's a healthy, um, you know, that healthy concept of you know the competition right but not but you know if, it, if it's healthy that's always good because it's not it's not destructive um so Amire you know do you have um do you have anything you want to add to that what your siblings have shared before I go into the next conversation um all I wanted to add is that if one of us win all of us win oh I love that and but you know what that is so true absolutely I agree. If you win, if you win, everyone's going to win. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. And now I want to talk about empowerment because you guys, I've watched, I've watched Yasmin, I've watched your TED Talk that you did in 2020 and, and Trey with your, uh, in 2021, the TED Talk you did. So inspirational. I mean, you know, when it comes to empowerment, I love empowering and you all are empowering your own individual unique way you are empowering. So this is a two-part question. How do you all empower kids of today and number two is what is the concept of empowerment? Oh, um, How do you empower kids of today? I think for us, in the, like individually, maybe one of you can share a different take on it. But the kids of today, I think the way that we tend to do, try and do our part to empower them is through showing them that even though we've been heavily blessed and we have all these skills, there's nothing special about us. We've just been fortunate enough to be able to activate and to be in the right spaces and have the right mentors. So we like to it really empower kids that as long as you believe in yourself and as long as you're passionate about whatever your dream is, and it doesn't have to be like a cookie cutter dream of wanting to be an astronaut or a doctor. Those things are amazing. You can be that if you want to be, but there are so many other things out there that are super niche. Like we've had kids that we've worked with and mentored 
and where they've wanted to pursue these really niche professions. And we're like, wow, we didn't even know about that, but we need that in the world. So it's really just reminding people that they're a unique piece to the puzzle, that there are no duplicate pieces of us in the world. Even if you have an identical twin, you're not going to be exactly the same. So everyone is beautiful, perfect and unique just the way they are. And it's just helping them to remember that because we all knew that when we first came into the world as a baby, you don't know any, otherwise you think you can fly and jump off of things. (laughs) So it's just reinstalling that back into kids. But I don't know if any of you guys have um, anything you want to share. Yeah, feel free to just jump in. Everybody who wants to jump in, just feel free. Okay, so um, carrying on from what Lachey said, I think empowerment and teaching young kids in this day and age about empowerment is so profound because I think a lot of kids nowadays with social media, everybody's trying to be a certain way or to be seen in a certain way or to mm. you know gain clout um, to become viral. And although those things are great, it's just the way that you use it. So empowerment, we like to teach kids that, you know, you can be and do whatever you want to be and whatever you want to do. It all just comes with the right mindset. So um, carrying on from what Lachey said, where some kids that we've seen are just wanting to become a person of influence or people that they can like inspire other people to do more of. There was like this kid that we found and he was so amazing. He said he wanted to make a difference by becoming a train driver. And some people oh. may just, well, like, you know, it's a train and everything. But he said the fact that you can take people to and from their destination and that, that so cool. it makes him happy seeing people go to and from their destination. And I think the little things in life is what really makes a difference mm-hmm. because it's things that we don't usually see or don't really appreciate that other people are more going forward to doing. Um, but I think empowerment, it needs to be a subject that a lot of kids should speak about and to help other kids as well if they're struggling with empowerment. And I think it all comes down to not comparing yourself with other people because, mm-hmm. you know, social media that we have nowadays, like you'll see somebody on the internet with like a big house or um, things that you may want and you're like, why can't I be this person? And a quote that I really love to share with a lot of people about not comparing yourself is, don't compare yourself to other people because there's no um, comparison between the sun and the moon. They both shine when it's their time. So don't try to um, fit in or try to, you know, be that person that people want you to be, but instead be the person that you want to be. Absolutely. And, you know, that is, um, that's something people, you know, people always like compare and there's always that comparison, like even social, like, you, you know, you bought social media, like people, okay, okay how, how much did so-and-so likes did they get? Oh, why didn't I get so-and-so likes? Well, you know what, when we put ourselves into that mindset, then we always are going to be comparing. Because, you know, it's just human nature. It's just who we are. We're just wired that way. Oh, we'd always like want to compare. They got, they got like, you know, thousand likes over how come I didn't get a thousand. But, you know, I was like to, and you know what? I was like this. But then I had to change my, you know, reprogram my mindset because I was in that fixed mindset. Or, you know, I was comparing. So I won't lie. I was. I was that person. But then it comes down to, you know what, if you're always constantly in that frame of mind, then A, you're always going to be in a plateau, right? You've been a plateau, you won't go far. So now what I do, I just like to be in the present, but I'm just in my, in my zone, being that present, like Amira said so beautifully, you've got to, you've got to be in that happy place. 
And whatever that happy place is, you need to just acknowledge that. And so that was so beautiful. And Trey and Paolo, do you want to share anything before I go ahead to the next conversation? Okay. Um, I think when it comes to empowerment or uh, motivation or things like that, I think um, it, it's great. But when you involve it into your life as a discipline, then um, it becomes so much better. Because, you know, like motivation, empowering yourself, that only lasts for so long. But mm -hmm. when you have the discipline to know that even when I'm tired, I got to push this much to, to make that next step to get to the next checkpoint. So involving empowerment into your life as a discipline uh, makes your life so much easier. No, not easier. It's, it's going to be harder. But at, at, at the end of the roller coaster, your life is going to be so much easier. Um, knowing that you put in this hard work and you use empowerment as a discipline um, rather than like a five-second booster and, and actually involving it into your life. Um, and um, also just empower others around you. If you mm -hmm. think of uh, natural laws of the universe, like how things propel forward, when you when you um, want to launch an arrow, you, it has to be pulled back. Someone else has to pull you back in order to launch you back in, in, into that destination. That's if right. You, if, um, if you think of anything, it has to go backwards in, also, in order to propel you. So think of who in your life is helping you to get to where you need to go. And think how can I help other people to get to where they need to go to exactly I love that so uplifting other people uplifting others not only you you uplifting yourself but when we uplift other people we get uplifted ourselves and you know that is so beautiful and also when you like yes when you talked about social media and now you know a lot of people they always constantly online and whether other one, you know, they're not playing games, they're not online constantly. And so this has an effect on the mental health. And I wanted to reverse and I talk about um when it came to the child, child, you know, you are a child star and you'll discover like the likes of Michael Jackson. You know, he got stardom when he was young. Uh, Demi Lovato was another. So why why do kids have a rough time? And what are the effects on mental health that has on the up-and-coming, you know, rising stars? Why, you know, this is a two-part question. Why do kids have a rough time when they're first get, being discovered? And what are the effects on mental health on kids nowadays? Um, well, I think that it all comes down to the infrastructure and people around them and really who it is that they're surrounding themselves with. And mm -hmm. I think as kids in this day, teenagers, in fact, they have so much of this wanting to prove themselves to be something that they may not be in real life. And I think it might be hard for teenagers themselves to come out to be who they actually are because there's so much of people coming around telling them how they should be instead of how they can help them to become who they actually are. So I think for young kids or teenagers in this day and age, they really just need help to find who they are and what they what their purpose is in this world. For us, it may be um, Lache is like connecting different cultures together. For me, it's becoming a plastic surgeon. So I think for kids now, it's just finding out what you want to be now so that when you're older, you already have that mindset of, you know, being focused, having that mindset of, you know, knowing what you want to do, who you want to impact and where you want to go. So it all just comes down to infrastructure and the people around you. Your circle is everything. The the people you let in, like it can be in the sneakiest way. You'll have a friend that in front of your face will be really nice, but behind closed doors, mm. they may not be the person that you thought they were actually. So I think it's just 
finding people who are like you, but not in the way where they're exactly like you. You need to surround yourself with people that are better than you or in places that you want to be so that you get the mindset of, wow, this person achieved what they achieved today because of certain things that they were doing. What is it that I can implement into my life that I can then teach other people? Absolutely. Your environment, and I love that point you mentioned, because your environment is but your looking glass. And your environment is everything. Who you surround yourself with, you know, doesn't matter in your family, but your friends, most importantly, because they are the influence and part of your life. And we need to select the right kind of friends who are there for our development, who are there for us every step of the way, good times or bad times. So I think mental health mm-hmm. is a stigma, but mental health, um, especially nowadays amongst, you know, kids, it plays a very important part. So what what are the effects on mental health on on kids nowadays? What what do you think? What are the effects that what happens? And how can we Definitely. how can we as a society help kids to yes. Unfortunately, at least like with kids that we've come in contact with, our clients and kids that we see online, there's been such an increase in um, things like depression um, and other mental health issues solely because of the fact that we're over consuming to some extent. So if, if you now picture this young person who's quite impressionable, still developing their perception of the world, their perception of self and really owning who they are they're seeing like all of this different imagery like if you're 15 you should have already achieved this or you should already have a million followers or you should have x y and z or this and that well that comes down to expectations though isn't it exactly Mm -hmm. so it's like having your own so amidst all the noise and whatever else is going on and the other norms it's creating your own norms where is it that you want to be what are your own goals and dreams outside of maybe what your peers are doing what other people are doing so we really do challenge and really encourage young people to take time off social media. It's fine to have social media cleanses. We know that your friends might not think it's cool. You might miss a few trends that happen. But actually take the time to come offline sometimes. Take the time to detox. Um, tap into who you are. What are your goals and dreams? What makes you happy? What do you need? And I know it can be very hard. It's sort of easier to say now, now that I'm an adult, but when you're maybe in school, that feels like your whole world and it feels like it's always going to be. But trust me, like 90% of the people that you know in school aren't going to transfer into your adult life or into your professional lives or those settings. So really start to develop yourself now. Pursue whatever you're passionate about, whether your friends think it's cool or not. You're the only person that's going to be with you forever. And by you fulfilling your highest potential, you're doing an injustice to the world. There may be someone that's waiting to hear your story or watch your movie or learn from you in some way. So I think just taking that step back, having like a social media cleanse, maybe letting go of some friends, which can be super uncomfortable, but it might be necessary. Um, As a young person, I... I can personally relate and I know some of the others might as well but sometimes you get all this advice of um you need to control your environment or let some people go but as a kid you tend not to have that much control over your environment so the only thing that we can encourage you to fully change is your mindset take time out where you can 
research things that are going to help better yourself rather than just scrolling on TikTok for hours. We love TikTok, but don't just be on there for hours and hours, but actually take time to research the things that you're interested in. Try to connect with communities that are um, in alignment of what you want to pursue and that sort of thing. And also, um, you know, when it comes to, um, you know, in your personal growth, like you need to, you need to have that other outlets. That what, what, what are you passionate about? I think Lashay, you touched on that. That what are you passionate about? Because the more passionate you are about what you are endeavoring into, like Trey, I want to touch on you about um, you, you're in finance and how important. So I read, I saw your TED talks on in 2021. How important is financial literacy now? you know, as a unit, as parents, is our obligation that we really enrich our kids about financial, financial literacy is the norm and it really needs to be instilled. How important is financial literacy uh, for kids today and how can they really improve on that knowledge in the future? Um understandings of like how the work goes around as if you don't ha like have a basic understanding of how to manage money then you're gonna get into a tricky spot where you're living paycheck to paycheck and you're stuck in jobs that you don't actually like and it just takes away your freedom so when you're able to get um just even a basic understanding of financial education and just become financially literate then you're able to take control of your life like for instance, with myself, I'm into trading and trading allows people to actually have freedom. They're able to do pretty much whatever they want with their lives because they're no longer tied to, uh, to receive a paycheck at the end of the month. Instead, they're able to literally log on, trade for, let's say in my case, no more than three hours a day and just go and do whatever they want with their lives so i think it's something that is very very important as if they're able to um just sort of like just basic things really like a balance sheet and just being able to actually put all these things down to down on paper so in that way they're able to one actually come up with that number what's that um what's that number for you of financial freedom like what does it actually look like because in that way, when you're able to actually work like that and be like, okay, I need to be making this much um, weekly, this much monthly, this much every year, then you have something to work towards. And then it makes every other goal seem very easy. And that way you're able to achieve so much more. But I think it's just about getting started. So in that way, you're able to... It's sort of like the snowballing effect. Because then when you're able to get started nice and early, later down the line it becomes a lot easier like even with myself when I got started with trading it was very very like the first six months went really well then from there it was a bit crazy and I was pretty much just losing it and it took me a while to actually get back on that winning streak and for me to become a lot more consistent because I wasn't used to trading when the markets were changing and things like that but it's about getting started early so you're able to yeah. learn those lessons and then later along the line it becomes child's play Absolutely. Do you find also if we don't have a mentor, and I'm sure you had a mentor, but if a child who wants to get, learn about, uh, say, Forex, for example, a child wants to learn, do you, um, do you feel that the parents need to take them at their work where they are so that they can, because kids are like, they're sponges, they absorb, 
And so do you find also that if you, if parents can take them to the place of work, that they also can gain the knowledge as to what happens, how is money, you know, how, how would we need to invest money, save money, protect our money, if you don't have a mentor? Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like Ian, who actually taught me for almost three years about trading. So it definitely helped because if I was to have just so it would have just been a load more losses and just, a, yeah, I doubt it would have been going this well. So I think it's definitely important to have a mentor who's actually able to take you from A to Z um, and actually help, um, like, hold your hand at every step in between. Uh, like, even if myself, I run these trading mastermind groups, actually help pe uh, take people oh, along wow. this journey. So in that way, they're no longer getting started on their own. They no longer just, I guess, like, place a couple of trades and think, like, what yeah hang on instead they're able to support and let's say they want to earn whilst they learn we have certain i guess like functions that are, are available to actually allow them that's really good 14 so i had time i was willing to wait i was willing to put in a couple of years to learn whereas if i was to have gotten started now i don't think i actually would have I don't think I would have waited as long to actually get started. So I was thinking, okay, people are looking to get started around a similar age uh, to me as I'm 17 at the moment. Would they actually be looking to put in a year, two years before actually getting started and before they can actually earn money? Yeah. And I'm pretty sure you'd agree on that. That's not the case. Like most, most kids around my age aren't willing to put in one, two, three years of work to finally start getting paid. So yeah. that's why I looked into ways that they're able to earn whilst they learn if I haven't actually do anything themselves. Uh, but yeah, I think it's definitely important to just get started, give it a go. Even if you have to wait a little while to find a mentor, think about using things like YouTube and take a look at articles. And th there are many, many trading platforms out there where these successful traders actually share their strategies. So that we're able to learn if I to I guess, yeah, that we're able to learn if I haven't actually have a mentor as such. But I think it's definitely important to have a mentor because then they're able to get you to the desired outcome a lot quicker. Exactly. Well, yeah, absolutely right. I mean, if you don't have a mentor straight away, uh, there's always mm. other alternatives. I, you know, online resources, you can just learn because um, there's yeah. so much that's available. But I think financial literacy, um, it is very important that kids, they do learn now when and when they're younger so as they grow older they're more better able they've you know had that knowledge of how to earn save and protect their money you know having that nesting so paula i want to i want to come to you before i come to my final question now starting for you paula you you achieved at such a young age right you started at such a young age do you ever feel that you missed out on your childhood I mean, some kids, they do, but did you ever miss out on your childhood? That's a great question. Um, well, to answer it honestly, I would say that um, even up until this day and even when I was younger, I never wanted to be a famous person. Like, I, I don't want to be a famous person. I don't do this to be, to be famous. I do this because I want to help other young people. Like, obviously, if the stardom and the fame comes with all of this and it, it's a it's a done and deal package, then that's fine. And it at least it'll come on naturally. 
Um, but I've never wanted to be a famous person. So I definitely wouldn't say I've missed out on my childhood because I got to spend my childhood with other kids who are doing super cool things. Amazing. Like uh-huh. Yeah. So um, I, it's a great question that I see where you're coming from with that. Um, but definitely not. I have a great time with my family. Having four other siblings, you never get bored. So if I said I'm my childhood, there would be something something <laughs> wrong. <laughs> Let's just say we're neglecting each other if that happened, but definitely not. No, that's amazing. I mean, I'm sure there's no boredom. I mean, that word uh, in your family, I'm sure, does not exist because there's so much that all five of you are constantly sharing ideas and concepts so I'm sure that word does not get is it does it happen in the family that that word boredom come in or we have an army of talkers in this family so it's in it's in our genetic um it's it's in our genes to talk so we love talking and sometimes um like I I could say one of our talkers in the family definitely Yasmin and Amir so we're never bored (laughs) Me? I think that's Paolo. (laughs) He nominated you. (laughs) No, there's never a dull moment. I think more than anything, we typically have to try to cultivate calm time and wind down time. (laughs) But no, there's always a new conversation or research being done or Yasmin will come down and say, oh, like, do you want to watch the surgery stuff? And like, we're all like quite squeamish. So (laughs) there's always something going on. That's amazing. And Amire, final question to you. How did stardom, that did you want to be famous? Share us about your story. How what, How did your stardom come with your amazing siblings? Did you want it to be famous? Do you still want to be famous? How is that? How do you see that happening for you? Um. So I don't want to be famous. Um. I just want to share message with other kids, like wow. affirmations, and to put a smile on their face, um, and to teach yeah. them chess. Yes, because you love oh, chess. Oh, you play chess! Wow, nice. I've written a book on teaching kids and adults how to play chess. Wow! Congratulations! Thank you. And where can people find your book? On Amazon. Amazon. Perfect. Okay, so at the end of the show, I will be I'll be saying that. So I'll be introducing your book. So, you know, the final question that I really and I ask all my guests is the three truths, right? So if today of all the accomplishments that you are having, that you have had since a very early age, the stardom that you guys got on all social, on all media channels, right, on TV, radio, etc. Of all the of all the accomplishments that you've had, if today was your last day on earth, what would you want those three lessons to be remembered? And how can people learn from those lessons? Who wants to go first? Oh, do you want to give the first one? <laughs> okay, how to put your hand up? How do you go first? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, so would you like to share three or just just one? That three. What would be those three truths? Yes. Okay. Um, So number one um, would be um, being um, learning the art of um, humility. Being a humble person can take you a very long way. 
don't want to be around an ignorant, arrogant person you just talk to about themselves or someone that just likes to hear their own voice. Um, you, they want to um, be around humble people that listen to their um, their ideas too. Um, I like to say that the smartest person in the room is the quiet, quietest person in the room because they're not thinking about what they're going to say next. They're wondering uh, how can I implement what that person just said? Or how can oh. I implement what she just said? And they're conforming a plan together on how they can take the next step in their life. Um, it's the second um, uh, thing I would say. Um, we're just to have fun with whatever you're doing. Like literally, um, I posted a wrong with Sabrina Cardone on Clubhouse. And um, something that we love to say on there is that kids are the masters of fun. Um, yeah, we, we've we've um, temporarily leased it out to adults as well so that they can unleash the the kid within themselves because right. adults can be the masters of fun too like <laughs> that kid within them um, and like example I just love um, when I read um, uh, by I read a biography of um, Steve Jobs the other day and he, he's he's like he's such a kid like it, it's awesome like this guy will have his feet up on the table and uh um I, I just it's great how you can have fun wherever you get go and um definitely just release that kid within yourself see how you can do things a different way being a kid could take your business from thousands to to the seven digit spectrum like being a kid is so much fun um sorry to all the adults about that but yeah that, that, is, yeah. that you know what that is so true I sometimes even adults we need to bring that childlike out because you know that childlike and that imagination as kids we used to imagine um you know I know I did at school but you know now unfortunately in adulthood we miss out on that we don't do that because now it's the business we should focus on that and you know that's all that happens but I agree and I love that so who wants to go next? Thank you, Paolo. Thank you. Who wants to go next? Um, me, please. Um, so, um, creatures. Um, I would. Hmm. Three things that you want people to remember. I would. I would give loads of money to poor, and I will book them. Like I'll buy them a home um i will also i'll start on up my um <laughs> do you want to let yasmin um, go and you think a bit more yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay go on yasmin you go on so three things that i want people to remember would be to find something to occupy yourself especially as we're in this um ever-evolving um economy just to find something that you're passionate about. Um, the second thing would to be um, someone to love, finding someone that you can, you know, share that divine essence with. Um, and the last thing is to find something or do something that you would like to hope for in the future or that you'd like to come for you and to create abundance for you and people around you, just to hope for the best for your future. Because I think that's what a lot of young people need today is to just hope for the best instead of, um, being in the moment and not hoping for anything so just hope for the best and just wait for it to come amazing thank you for sharing Yasmin and Trey um, yeah with me, I think the first one would be be consistent as in doing so you're able to achieve goals in a fraction of time it just makes the whole journey a lot easier secondly it would be 
uh, to value your time. As once you value your time, you're able to become a lot more productive. You're able to, yeah, you're, um, it just affects everything really because then you, once you value your time, you think about who do you do your, uh, spend your time with, what do you spend your time doing and so on and so forth. So in that way, it just, yeah, you're just uh, able to become a lot better as a individual. And secondly, follow your passion as in doing so you're just able to that spark never dies because then once you follow your passion you're it's something you can always wake up to and feeling super super excited super energetic to just go out there and smash and just smash it like even with like once again with trading like the reason why i'm able to do what i do day in and day out is because i'm actually passionate about it Mm -hmm. i think it's just about finding your passion because then once you've found something you're passionate about you're always going to see how you're uh, you're always going to seek improvement you're always going to um focus on how you can um I don't know, let's say you're um let's say on a day-to-day basis you're only impacting 10 people you then work to impact in 20 50 and so on and so forth so it's just about constantly improving and yeah those are free from me that's beautiful thank you trey and lachey Oh, um, I think for me, three truths that I'd want people to remember would be that there's no such thing as perfect. Um, like practice makes improvement. You don't have to be perfect. Mm-hmm. You just have to be the best that you can be today and then strive for more tomorrow. Um, I think the second thing I'd want people to remember is that community and environment are so, so important community on the large sense in terms of who's the big groups around you community in the home community amongst your siblings or your friends and really trying to cultivate that unfortunately not everyone is born into a family that's going to understand their dreams or be able to support in the right ways but make it your mission to find the right people that can be around you that can support you it might be one person it might be finding a mentor and mum for example she always gives us the example that at school she was quite sick so she would tend to get bullied um, by kids and stuff so she didn't really have many friends at one point but I I think it was one of her teachers he would teach her how to play chess and he became Mm. one of her mentors as such at a very early stage so sometimes what you're looking for doesn't always turn up the way that you hoped it would or envisioned it would it could show up in a completely different way and be okay with that learn from that embrace it and um, just use it as water on your back and continue going and then the last thing that I would say is Oh, what's the last thing? Do you want to give me one more? Yeah, um, you can give one. I'll show you a memory, you will. <laughs> um, I'd say for them to remember who they are. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's that's beautiful. That is so good. Because you know, and sometimes we don't know where people are gonna come from when we least expect it. Like for your mom, it was the teacher. So people just show up in our lives when we least expect it. But thank you all so much for for coming on today. I really appreciate it. It's so great seeing you all. And I've seen you online, but now live here on the show, it truly has made my day. And you know what? Thank you. You've ended my August on a higher note. You know, save the best for last because, you know, next week is September. But thank you so much. You know, friends, this has been such an enlightening conversation with the Ben Salmi family. It's amazing. 
you know, the takeaways were, you know, adversities, don't let adversities, don't let your beginning be your end. And finding your dream, dream big, because there's always, there's always possibilities. We need to see that within us. And the more, you know, we educate the young generation of, you know, it's possible, it's possible to achieve and want more and parents, how they can play an important role. So friends, today's show, episode 41, you know, I cannot wait and stay tuned for the release of this episode. It's just going to be amazing. It's just mind-blowing. And Amire, where can people find your book? Can you, um, can you, can you put it up so that we can see your book? On Amazon. Amazing. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah all, all of our books are available on Amazon and you can Google any of our names to learn more. But before we go, um, Alka, I wonder if you mind us just sharing our family anthem with you? Absolutely, yes, go ahead. Of course. So um, we believe that a journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step in the right direction. We also believe that there's no such thing as failure, only feedback. If you want to be somebody, if you want to go somewhere, you better wake up and pay attention. I'm ready to be somebody, I'm ready to go somewhere, I'm ready to wake up and pay attention. But the question is, are you? Oh my God, amazing. Thank you so much. Wow, friends truly an inspirational family and i cannot wait uh do stay tuned uh for this episode 41 and before we go uh, before we go guys where can people find you where can we um support you on your journey so we're all searchable by name our surname is the easiest way to find us so ben salmi that's b-e-n space s-a-l-m-i and we're all on social media our books are on amazon and you can also head over to my website which is www.lachay.com sorry i should know my own website handle um but you can learn more about us there and we offer opportunities we run competitions so maybe we can help any of you listening here today and to get your message out to the world absolutely and do stay in touch with us let us know how about your journey let us know how we can support you all right and thank you so much friends um for always tuning in and i look forward to bringing on amazing entrepreneurs next saturday i have another amazing entrepreneur coming on my show and i get inspired i get inspired and today uh being with the ben salmi family known as the the Fantastic Five have truly inspired me and I'm sure they've inspired you today, inspired every one of us each and every day, what they are doing, the path they are on. It's just amazing. And I cannot wait to see what's more in store. And so thank you so much for tuning in. And guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you. Thank you. you. You're welcome. Thank you, Paolo. Thank you, Trey. Thank you, Yasmin. Thank you. Thank you.